0: Experience a life transformation encounter with God's servant, Prophet Abraham Samuel, the general overseer of Heaven's Touch Ministries. He is a prophet and a teacher called in this end time to equip God's people through the world for an intimate relationship with God. Get them abreast with the times and prepare them for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen to this message teaching on you and the church say you and the church all right so turn your bibles with me to the book of hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1 to 2 hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 to 2 if you are there say amen if you are not there say help me jesus help me j will definitely help you go ahead hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 go ahead god who at sundry he said, God who are sundry times uh-huh. and in diverse manners. So God spoke. I mean, God manifested himself in diverse manners. Go ahead. Speak in time past unto the fathers and by speak the Speak in time past unto the fathers, uh-huh. By the prophets. By the prophets, say by the prophets. By the prophets. Go ahead. Had, had in these last days spoken Has unto in us. In these last days also spoken unto us uh-huh. by his son. By his son. Whom he had appointed heir of all things. So now in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, we see the writer of Hebrews making a clear distinction between the old covenant and the new covenant. He said, God who has sundry times and in diverse ways spoke to our fathers through the prophet has in these last days also spoken to us through his son whom he has chosen to be heir of all things. Hallelujah. Amen. Now go to Hebrews chapter 10 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 1 for the law having a shadow of good things to come for the law which is a shadow of good things to come and the law is a representation of the old covenant and he said it is a shadow say it is a shadow it is a shadow how many of you have shadows here every object has a shadow hallelujah amen amen, amen. your shadow is a picture of you your shadow is not the reality of you Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. So it says that the law, which is symbolic of the old covenant, is a shadow of the new. Go ahead. And not the very image of the things. And it is not the very what? Image. Image. Uh Of the things. Of the things. Can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year. Can never with those sacrifices which was offered year by year. Continually make the commerce there unto perfect. Continually make the commerce there unto perfect. Uh Uh-huh. For then, would they not have ceased to be offered? Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout, Glory. Glory. And so, last week, by the grace of God, uh, two weeks ago, we started this journey on you and the church. Uh, we are we want to understand God's ordinances for the church, the place of the church in the kingdom of God. Especially in this last day, there have been so many uh, misconceptions about the church. There are people who even come to church for the wrong reason. People feel like church is one of the things you are supposed to do. Uh, they feel like church is a place that I mean, you are just uh, you just go just to have a good um, status in life. Uh, many people just post I mean, they go to church just because. They just want to have the title of being a Christian but uh, the time has come for us to understand what the church is uh, in the ordinances of God so I made you to understand from the book of Genesis and then we we, we saw a picture Or a shadow of the church We saw it when Moses built A tabernacle unto God It was God that instructed him to build a tabernacle Uh, We we saw it when They built altars unto God We also saw it when when Solomon built a temple unto God Now all these are shadow Of the reality or of things That are yet to come Am I talking to somebody here? Now I made you to understand that in the Old Testament God was not a God of the whole world Although he was the creator of the whole world he was a god only to the jews because he had an agenda and his plan and motive was that through the jews he will reach out to the whole world but i made it to understand that the jews could not bring us to that place of perfection why because predominantly of the nature of sin in them hallelujah oh hallelujah and so I made you to understand that God had to change his agenda and now he has to send forth his son so I have made you understand that the agenda of God is to establish his kingdom here on earth the earth is one of the planets that God has made there are so many planets and there are so many things that are going on there which we don't know, hallelujah but here on earth there are ordinances that God has set in place if his kingdom must be established and one of such ordinances is the church say the church or oh, somebody say the church so now I want us to look at the differences we are going back again to the differences between the old covenant and the new covenant irrespective to the church as an ordinance of God so I made it to understand that in the old covenant God was a God only to the Jews but in the new God is a God to all believers to believers who believe in the finished work of Christ either Jews or Gentiles hallelujah so if we're not in the new covenant by now we may not have a place in the kingdom of god because in the old covenant citizenship was solely by birth how many of you are jews here there is nobody who is a jew here hallelujah oh are you are you in church and so now god changed his method and that is shifting citizenship in the kingdom from birth to by faith And that is why those who believe in Jesus Christ, they become the sons of God. And that is why we are here today. Somebody shout glory. Now, if you read the book of Acts chapter 10, you will see how God opened the door to the Gentiles by giving Peter an encounter or a trance. When Peter had a trance and he saw a tray that was filled with all kinds of animals that in the Jewish custom, they were tagged as unclean. And God said to Peter, that kill any of those animals and eat. And Peter said, how can you tell me to kill this animal and eat when in the Jewish custom, it is an abomination listen and God said to him that are you questioning me and then when the vision card he was praying into it and then, before he, he, he was done praying, certain messengers came who were from the house of Cornelius. Uh, and, and then they came to him and said to him that our master had had a vision. He, he's a Gentile. Am I talking to somebody here? Cornelius is a Gentile. And he had a vision, and an angel appeared unto him and said unto him, Cornelius, you have a desire to know God, but you don't know how to go about it. And so, send men to call for Peter. So, that was the beginning of, of, of the opening opening. opening of the door for the Gentiles to come into the kingdom. Now when Peter went to meet Cornelius, ladies and gentlemen, whilst he was preaching the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell upon them and they started speaking in tongues and they were taken aback. Peter was taken aback and Peter was in shock. As a matter of fact, he was afraid that he would be rejected. Hallelujah. But when he came back to the believers, he told them that the thing we experienced, they have also experienced. And God has told me that from today, the door has been opened to the Gentiles. Somebody said, Glory. So that is how we come in. Hallelujah. Amen. So citizenship is by faith in the new covenant now let's go to romans chapter 11 and verse 13 to 19. romans chapter 11 verse 13 to 19. are you getting something this morning romans chapter 11 verse 13 to 19 uh-huh. for i speak to you gentiles i speak to you who Gentiles. talk to me. I speak to to you who gentiles Gentiles, uh huh. Inasmuch as I am the apostle of the gentiles go ahead. I magnify my office. I magnify my office, uh huh. By any means I may provoke, go ahead, to emulation them which are my flesh, go ahead, and might save some of them, go ahead. For if the casting away of them by the reconciling of the world, if the world, the casting, casting away, away of, of them, them uh huh. Be the reconciling of the world. Be the word reconciling, reconciling of the world. And God, and this is in reference to the Jews. Hallelujah. Go ahead. What shall the receiving of them be? What shall the receiving of them be? Go ahead. But, but life from the dead. Go ahead. But if the first fruit be holy. But if the first fruit be holy. The lamp is also holy. Go ahead. And if the roots be holy. Uh-huh. So are the branches. Go ahead. And if some of the branches be broken off. Go ahead. And thou being a wild olive tree. Uh-huh. grafted in among them. He said you have been grafted in among them. How many of you know what grafting is about? You know what grafting is about. You know sometimes you can see a tree. This one it is in agriculture. It can be an orange plant. But um, strangely you can find that there is a particular branch of that orange plant that is bearing a, a mango fruit. How many of you have seen that before? And it is because that branch... Is from an, a mango plant, but it has been grafted. So they cut a side of uh, of the tree, and then they attach the other one, the mango, to the let's say the orange tree, and they can tie it. And the same nutrient that is flowing from the root will begin to feed the branch, um, the mango branch, which is attached to the orange tree. And by process of time, the branch will begin to yield. But strangely, it will not yield uh, what we call it orange. But it will yield what mango and that is what we call grafting so Paul is using this term to speak to the Jews about how they have also come into the kingdom and he says that you people which are a wild olive tree you have been what grafted in so that you can be partakers of the same kingdom somebody shout glory glory go ahead and with them partakers of the fruit and fatness of the olive tree and now you have become partakers of the fruit and fatness of the olive tree Go ahead. Boast not against the branches. Boast not against the branches. But if thou boast, uh-huh. thou bearest not the roots, but the roots thee. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout glory. glory. So by this we understand that membership or citizenship in the kingdom is by faith. Am I, am I teaching at all? the old in the old covenant god sent them prophets so in Hebrews chapter one he says that god who ascended times and in diverse ways spoke to our fathers through the prophet he sent them prophets, judges kings among others as his representatives and guide in the new covenant god our lord jesus christ raised up men of god as his representative hallelujah now we see all test tabernacles as temples as a physical structure of this invisible kingdom And in the new covenant, we see the body of Christ or the church as a physical structure of the invisible kingdom. So, the the body of Christ or the church, ladies and gentlemen, is a physical structure of the invisible kingdom. Hallelujah. Like I made you to understand that you may not have been to America before, but there are a group of people who are living in an American environment here They are in Ghana. that is when you go to the embassy hallelujah so the church is meant to serve that purpose am i teaching at all now i made it to understand that relationship in the old testament was from the physical means into the spiritual in the new covenant relationship is from the spiritual into the physical jesus said the hour has come and now is that the true worshipers shall worship the father where in spirit and in what in truth hallelujah So now we want to look at the church from different perspectives. Now the word church comes from the Greek word Ecclesia. Say Ecclesia. Or somebody say Ecclesia. And Ecclesia in the Greek means to call out from. To call out from. Now so the church is a body of people who are called out from the world to be in Christ. We are called to be in Christ. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14 Go ahead. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers He said don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers and this is talking to the believers of the people who have accepted the Lord Go ahead. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? He said what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion had light with darkness and what communion has light with darkness And what concord had Christ with Beliah? And what concord has Christ with Beliah? Go ahead. Or what part has he that believed with an infidel? And what part has he that believed with an unbeliever? Say, "Hey." hey. It's a serious matter. Go ahead. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? And what agreement has the temple of God with what? Idols. Go ahead. For ye are the temple of the living God. For you are the temple of the living God. Go ahead. As God had said. As God has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will dwell and walk in them. Go ahead. I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will be their God and they shall be what? My My people. So this is a fulfillment of the prophecy that was given by Jeremiah in Jeremiah 31, verse 31. Go ahead. Wherefore come out from among them. He said, wherefore do what? Come out. Oh, are you in church? Wherefore do what? come out come out from among them Uh and be ye separate so in the world God is calling the people from the world unto himself that they will be separated unto him Amen Hallelujah Amen so being born again means that you are separated unto God you have become the lost possession am i talking to somebody here yes. so now when you read the old testament and you see my people my people there does not only refer to the jews but my people there refers also to you amen am i talking to somebody here yes. somebody start glory. glory so in the same way when you walk in the light of this revelation You can partake of every promise that God has made in the old covenant. Go ahead. Wherefore, come out from among them. Wherefore, come out from among them. And be ye separate, say ye the Lord. Lord, And touch not the unclean thing. And touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you. And I will receive you. And will be a father unto you. And I will be what? A A father father unto you. I will say, God is my father. God is my father. Say, the Lord is my father. The Lord is my father. Go ahead. And ye shall be my sons and daughters. And you shall be my sons and daughters. Daughters. Hallelujah. Amen. So we see God calling his people from the world and, and calling them unto himself. And I'm ready to understand that God has an agenda, and his agenda is to use us to establish his kingdom here on earth. Are you in church? so now let's look at the church from different perspective number one the perspective of the universal church so when we talk about the church often times I mean people look at it from different perspective and that is the universal church which is known as the body of Christ how many of you have heard of the body of Christ so when we talk about the body of Christ we are talking about the universal church we are talking about believers all over the world amen that is what is the word, The body of Christ. Hallelujah. Bible says in Ephesians 5 verse 30 that we have become members of his what? Of his body of what? Of his bones and of his flesh. So the body of Christ is us. Christ died on the cross. He was wounded on the cross. His body, was, I mean, he was badly wounded. They spat on him. They did all manner of things on him. Why? Because at that time he was in the labor war. And he was pushing you and I. He was pushing the birth into existence. So when he died and resurrected, a new body was born, which is called the body of Christ. Are you in church? Somebody shout glory. Now, the second perspective is the local church. When people talk about the church, oftentimes when we say the church, we are talking about the local church or it is another way people call the church. And the local church uh, is also known as the body of believers. Say the body of believers. So when they say, "Oh, that church," talking about having touch ministries, they are they are referring to the body of believers in this location. Hallelujah! And oftentimes, when you read the epistles, the epistles are the letters that Paul wrote to the churches. So Romans, Corinthians, I mean Ephesians, Colossians, I mean uh, I mean Philemon, all those things—the epistles that Paul wrote—he wrote it to specific church. Or a specific body of believers in specific locations. Am I talking to somebody here? And he wrote it to address issues among that body of believers. Are you getting something at all? Hallelujah. So sometimes there are certain things that Paul addresses in that church. It pertains to the culture at that time and the way of life at that time. It may not be applicable to us today. And that is where doctrinal differences come in. These are deep things. I, I believe you are getting something. Hallelujah. And that is why I mean people say that women should not preach. How many of you have heard about that? I'll find a time where we are going to go into doctrinal errors and doctrinal teachings. Hallelujah. And it was Paul writing to Timothy and telling Timothy that suffer not a woman to preach or to teach. And why was it so? It was so because Timothy was a pastor or a bishop in the church of Ephesus Paul founded the church of Ephesus and he was looking for somebody to take over the church and once he was leaving because Paul was on missions he moved from one place to another establishing churches so he left uh, Timothy there now Ephesus as a town was noted for trade and merchandise and in those days one of the things that brought money was trade and merchandise am I talking to somebody here now the women were so I mean affluent they were very rich and they had so much influence at that time. You know, in our culture, in our cultural setting, am I talking to somebody here? In our cultural setting, I mean, a lot of things favor the men than the women. How many of you know that? A lot of things favor the men than the women. In the same way, in that cultural setting, so many things favor the women than the men. And so the women were more affluent, they were more outspoken than the men. And oftentimes they went to usurp their influence over the men. And, ladies and gentlemen, at that time they were not learned in the scriptures, they were not built in the scriptures. So Paul was writing to Timothy and was telling him that don't allow any woman to teach in the church of Ephesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this does not apply to the body of Christ. If it applies to the body of Christ, which is the universal church, ladies and gentlemen, we will not see women having special places in the Bible, even from the Old Testament. Am I talking to somebody here? Somebody shout glory. So now let's go to Colossians chapter 4 verse 15. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea. Salute the brethren which are where? In Laodicea. So there is a brethren in where? Laodicea. And this is the church in Laodicea. Now, in those days, when we talk about... I mean the church the church was not a temple in those days there were no temples am I talking to somebody here Yes, sir. there were no temples in the, those days yes. but those days they met in houses so when we say the church in Ephesus it means so let's say in my house there was a body of believers meeting in my house in kojo's house there's a body of believers meeting there and all of them are in ephesus so when he writes the letter to the body or to the church in ephesus they duplicate the letters and then they send them to all leaders or let me say cells in that ephesus so they can read out the letters to them so in those days when we talk about the church or the local church the local church was not a people that were gathered or let's say a whole people gathered in a place but they were meeting in houses. Now go to First Corinthians 16 verse 19. Are we getting something this morning? Go ahead. The churches of Asia salute you. The churches of what? Asia. Asia. Salute you. Go ahead. Aquila and Priscilla salute Aquila you. Aquila and who? Priscilla. And Priscilla. And these were couple. Go ahead. Salute you much in the Lord. Much in the Lord. With the church that is in their house. With the church that is where? In their house. With the church that is where? In their house. So this church was in the house of Prisla and Aquila. They offered their house as a place for meeting for God's people. This is where the concept of cell come in am i talking to somebody here yes somebody shout glory Glory. when you read the book of philemon paul wrote the book of philemon to a a man called philemon of philemon who was an affluent man and he also offered the church it was in the house of philemon that the church of colis amen the the church of her you know paul wrote the book of colossians the church of colis started in the house of philemon am i talking to somebody here and paul wrote it to philemon about a certain issue so when you read Revelation chapter 2 we see Jesus addressing the churches to Apostle John he said write this to the church in Ephesus write this to the church in Smyrna. write this to the church in Laodicea write this to the church of Philadelphia write this to the church of Smyrna." and these are churches who were located in Asia Minor which is in present day known as Turkey Hallelujah. So that is that is the local church or the body of believers. Now we have the individual church. Say the individual church. The individual church. And the individual church is you, is me. We are also known as what the temple of God. First Corinthians 3, verse 16 to 17. Are we getting something this morning? First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 to 17. Uh Uh-huh. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God. He said, Do you know that? Don't you know that you are what? The temple of tell God. Tell somebody you are the temple of God. Though. You are the temple of God. Oh, tell us you are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. And so you are the church. So you are the church. Tell the person you are the church. You are the church. Remember the message, build God the house. Yes. So what kind of church are you? Are you an active church or a dead church? We will get there very soon when we start looking at the messages to the seven churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout glory. Glory. So if you are a church, are you sure that you are alive or you are dead? If you are a church, are you sure you are not lukewarm? You are cold or you are hot. If you are a church, are you sure you can endure persecution for Christ? And all these things I'm saying are messages that Christ wrote to different churches. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Uh, we are supposed to go to the significance of the church in God's kingdom agenda. Let me give us two points and then we can close. Number one, the significance of the church in God's kingdom agenda. So, what is the significance of the church in God's great kingdom agenda? Number one, the church serves as a representative of the family of God in heaven here on earth. It serves as a representative of what? The family of God in heaven here on earth. So, remember like I tell you that this is the real family. Are you here with me? This is the real family. That is why no matter who you are. If you die, you cannot carry your family to heaven. Each and every one has to answer for him or herself. Amen. Somebody shall glory. Now go to Ephesians chapter 3, 14 to 15. Ephesians chapter 3, 14 to 15. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Christ. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus. Uh-huh. Of whom the whole family in heaven. Of in whom heaven. the whole family were. In heaven. In heaven. And earth is name. And where? Earth And where Are angels here on earth Who are here on earth Humans You and I So we You and I Are the family of God Here on earth So as you are there You don't You look down on yourself You don't know That you are Oh God. You don't know who you are You are the family Of God here on earth That is why When you pray God answers That is why When you pray The angels respond You know why Because you are The family of God Here on earth Christ purchased you With his blood and gave you this glorious position in which you are now, oh amen. And your father is in heaven, so when you cry, ladies and gentlemen, like a son crying unto his father, his father will immediately respond, or he will send for his angel. Say, hey, go and look at Mabel. Why is she crying at that time? And an example is Daniel. When Daniel began to pray, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said the moment he started praying, the angel Gabriel was released. Hallelujah. Why? Because Daniel is a man of revelation. He's a man that knows who he is, and he's a man that prays from revelation. Do you know why our prayers are not answered? Among other things, there are so many reasons, but among them, one of the reasons why our prayers are not answered is that we are praying for the wrong position you don't know who you are am I talking to somebody here if you understand that you are the family of God here on earth I am telling you the heavens will respond to you heaven or the heavens only respond to the language of revelation so anybody that operates in divine revelation receive the attention from heaven am I talking to somebody here so you can be born again but if you are not operating in revelation it will look as if God is not for you but when you are born again And you walk in revelation And you begin to pray I am telling you You begin to receive answers And this is why you must not joke with the church This is why you must not joke with the body of believers And this is why you must not take your place In the kingdom of God for granted Tell somebody I am the family of God Ye on earth Hebrews 12 says that we are surrounded by so many great of many witnesses they are all watching us it is here that there are limitations but let me tell you in the heavens the roof has been taken off they are watching us, Paul is watching us Moses is watching us, Peter is watching us Bartholomew is watching us they are all watching us say hey we walked this path before, now we have joined the family in heaven, they are the ones to walk this path how are they walking it how are they living it are they carrying the cross or they have been swayed away? The church is so powerful because it's the family of God in heaven here on earth. From today, as you leave this place throughout the week, as you are walking, remember, have this consciousness that you are the church. Have this consciousness that the heavens look up unto you. What will you say about that situation? the heavens look up unto you at that workplace how do you act? how do you work? are you working with the concept of the kingdom? or you are working following the patterns of the world? from today, begin to walk in that consciousness that you are the church you are the temple of God will say the kingdom is there, the kingdom is there forget about it the kingdom is inside of you the kingdom is where? Somebody say the kingdom is inside of me. Say the kingdom is inside of me. Somebody shall glory. God bless you for listening. Worship with us at Heaven's Touch Ministries in Tema. Two minutes drive from the Tema Motorway Interchange on the Vienna Akusumbo Road, opposite Middle East Jansi. For further information, call 0548. Six three seven three one eight. God bless you.